Hey listeners, welcome to UPSC Happy Hour with me, your host Archana. Today we are going to discuss important current affairs for 2nd September 2020 and so let's start the episode. Japan announced a 50 million Japanese yen as an emergency loan to India. The reason to announce this emergency loan is to support India's response to COVID-19 crisis. This loan will help India to implement various uh, medical policies, development of hospitals as well as you know healthcare facilities equipped with ICU ICUs and various latest technologies. You would be surprised to know that this is the largest financial assistance announced by any country to support India's response to COVID-19 crisis till now. As part of this, the interest rate on this loan would be 0.01% per annum and we can repay back this loan within 15 years with a grace period of 4 years. Uh, and also, uh, the loan will, you know, help out throughout the health sector of India and it is expected that we would use telemedicine and digital technology in villages across India. Now, this is, uh, you know, greatest uh, help from the Japan, Japan till now to us. And as part of this, we have exchanged notes for provision of grant aid worth of 1 billion yen under Japanese official development assistance scheme, which is given to India. And this particular uh, money will be utilized by health ministry. And also uh, it will provide oxygen generators to the government of India so that we can, you know, help to treat our COVID-19 patients in critical conditions. Here we'll have a fact check. The capital of Japan is Tokyo and the Prime Minister as of now who announced his retirement uh, but still uh, till the interim uh, Prime Minister has been appointed it would be Shinzo Abe and the currency for Japan is Japanese yen. Moving on to the next news is European Investment Bank is going to invest 650 million uh, you know, euros in Kanpur's first city metro line. It's a great news because this investment would be part of the infrastructure investment and Kanpur's first city metro line would be 32.4 km urban line with 18 elevated and 12 underground stations and this is going to be the second biggest operation by European Union outside Europe. And it is the second uh, you know metro rail project being supported by European Investment Bank and the first it has supported is a Uh, you know Lucknow uh, railway system metro rail system and as part of this the 650 million euro investment is the fifth investment of uh, European investment bank in green infrastructure especially for the transport connectivity in India and this money would be invested in metro line systems of Bhopal, Pune, Bangalore as well as Lucknow and uh, uh, you have to know that uh, this particular investment is a sign for the improved or strengthening eu india relations now as part of this kanpur metro rail project it is expected that 3 million people would be able to benefit green safe fast and affordable public transport and it will also expected to create 1100 new jobs around 116 million more affordable people will travel through this Now this would reduce you know we all knew that Kanpur is one of the most polluted places and this would reduce you know the greenhouse uh, uh, gas emissions and it will also help India it is not just about Kanpur it is also this investment will also boost government of India and its urban development smart cities mission which is uh, 
in which Kanpur is one of the first 100 targeted smart cities in the country. We do have a scheme called a Smart Cities Mission, so this money would be helping us to achieve that goal as well. Along with that, this money will also help India to achieve few UN Sustainable Development Goals. We all know we call it as SDG, uh, which has replaced the uh, MDGs, uh, you know, and uh, uh, especially it will help us to handle the climate action, the necessary action to reduce climate change and also sustainable cities to empower sustainable cities, which is uh, SDG 11th goal and also to ensure gender equality under SDG 5th goal. And uh, you have to know here a fact check that EIB, that is European Investment Bank, started its operations in India uh, in 1993. And from that time, it uh, supported 17 projects, uh, nearly 4.2 billion euros in many lines like energy, transport, agriculture and etc. And uh, 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 moving on to the next news. The president for European Investment Bank is Werner Hoyer and the headquarters of uh, European Investment Bank is uh, at Luxembourg. Very recently, the Union Ministry of Rural Development has asked all the states to monitor the status of non-performing assets district-wise and asked to take measures to recover the balances from self-help groups. See, we all knew that uh, self-help groups are nothing but group of 10 people who would be taking a combined loan and would be using for investment and they would be repaying back that money to the banks. Now, the issue is that uh, the money, the loans which are being taken by the self-help groups are also uh, getting tagged as NPAs. NPAs means these loans are not being paid back. Now, for this only, uh, the ministry has asked the states to take necessary actions. Now, why this, when or how this has been observed is, uh, there was a review meeting of Deen Dayal Antyodaya Yojana, which is also called as National Rural Livelihoods Mission. And when they are doing this review meeting, they got to know that there was uh, so many, uh, you know, outstanding dues from the self-help groups. Now, you should know what do you mean by this National Rural Livelihood Mission? It was launched by Ministry of Rural Development in 2011. The main objective is to cover 7 crore rural poor household families, you know, across 600, degree, uh, 600 districts. How they are going to cover or how they are going to support them is by giving them loans through SHGs and other institutions. So uh, this uh, livelihood mission is like giving them self-employment opportunity by giving loans through this self-help groups. Yes, it has proved to be uh, a worth scheme and it has also enabled change uh, in their families, in their incomes through the sustainable livelihood enhancements. But the main problem is they uh, have identified around, uh, you know, uh, 2,168 crore as NPAs, especially from this self-help groups. So again, so to, rec to give financial support, these loans are being given and again, these loans are turning into bad loans, which is not at all, uh, you know, uh, correct. And so uh, the government has asked the states to take necessary action. And uh, you should know that the state Uttar Pradesh is standing highest in this NPS. And next is, uh, sorry, not Uttar Pradesh, it is Arunachal Pradesh, which is standing with an alarm rate of NPS. That is 43% of its money is in uh, uh, bad debts or uh, dues only. And the next one is Uttar Pradesh, followed by Punjab, Uttarakhand, Haryana. Uh, uh, luckily or fortunately, my state is in very last with 0.78% as only the NPS.
right moving on to the next news indra 2020 to be held in andaman sea now what is this indra 2020 it is not a film okay it is an exercise military exercise india and russia are scheduled to hold indra 2020 in andaman sea very close to strait of malka earlier it was in indian ocean region but now they are going to do it very close to strait of malka now this strait of malka connects the indian ocean to the south china sea and also it is a very prominent uh, route between east asia and west asia europe now this particular area is under high operational alert you all knew what is happening with china uh, you know we know that china is in ladakh and we are having a face to face with china now and also china is doing all the drama in south china sea so india and russia to dis- decided to do this uh, exercises bilateral naval exercises at this particular location called as strait of malka because it is very close to the south china sea it is like giving a counter to china not opening their mouth not uttering a single word but giving an answer by the exercise okay and also it will be the first indra 2020 will be the first bilateral naval exercise uh, uh, after the covid 19 because uh, during this covid 19 pandemic because most of the such engagements were suspended and this is going to be the first one right and uh, earlier uh, andaman sea was the location where indian navy conducted many exercises like a passage exercise pasex with the usa navy that is uss nimitz carrier strike group also and you all should know that very recently here you have to know a quick point we discussed it in the previous video or oh, sorry episodes a quick point is india has withdrawn from the kavakas 2020 multinational exercise in russia because in this kavakas exercise china russia and india need to participate and uh, we are not interested and uh, we have uh, moved out of this exercise because we are facing an issue with china and so we don't want to participate this right so this is what is about uh, indra 2020 moving on to the next news we all knew that uh, chinese army is trying to cross the line of action actual control in ladakh but there is some force which is actually stopping this chinese occupation of you know on the line of actual control you should know who is that the special force is nothing but called as a special frontier force ssf unit which we also call as vikas battalion now this vikas battalion is the major instrument in preventing the chinese to cross the line of actual control in ladakh so we have to appreciate the vikas battalion now what is this vikas battalion it is being set up on 14th november 1962 immediately after 1962 sino indo war and uh, the central intelligence agency cia and the intelligence bureau both these organizations has decided to train around 5000 strong forces of tibetians for possible missions against china so it's not the indians who are going to handle this it would be the tibetians who would be standing against the china uh, who are part of this you know vikas battalion and uh, also uh, it's it's it, the central in intelligence agency cia we all knew that it is part of united states of america and during 1950 cia and the intelligence bureau both established mustang bistang in nepal which trained all the tibetians in guerrilla warfare and now these mustang rebellions brought the 14th dalai lama this is a fact checker for you 
the Mustang rebels brought the 14th Dalai Lama to India during the 1959 Tibetan uprising. Means these people uh, pay, played a key role for the escape of uh, Dalai Lama into India. Now they will be these recruits, whoever are the part of this uh, Vikas Battalion, usually will be the Tibetan refugees who are hailing from Kampa community, which is a mixture of both Tibetans and Gurkhas. Earlier, it was called as Establishment 22, uh, and it was uh, majorly raised or handled by Major General Sujan Singh Uban, and uh, uh, who uh, uh, you know uh, commanded the whole 22 Mountain reg- uh, Regiment. Now, this uh, uh, units, whatever are being part of this SSF, are only called as Vikas Battalions. So, we should be proud of this Vikas Battalions who are actually working very hard and very strong, you know, to put a check to the Chinese movement in Ladakh. Thank you so much for the Vikas Battalions. Let's end up the today's episode with a good news. The latest Purchasing Managers Index data has shown us a sign of improvement in India's manufacturing sector. Wow, finally we are at peace. The manufacturing sector and service sector are picking up the business. And also this has been, you know, driven by various reasons and it started off actually from August, it seems. And also they could find earlier till April, May, June, there was a uh, contraction more in this particular sectors. But now there is an... Uh, you know increase there is a business pickup in these areas especially with regard to the GST collections and also with regard to you know infrastructure and also uh, uh, you know petrol consumption also has raised up so the thing is it's a good news for us and the major contribution for this success would be given to Atmanirbhar Bharat because under this particular Atmanirbhar Bharat Abhyan only government has announced an economic stimulus package of 20 lakh crore and this 20 lakh crore are being infused I mean they are being uh, you know uh, uh, you know infused as liquidity in various sectors so that uh, the, the it's like more of stimulus you know the financial stimulus so that many areas could pick up and do their business right so this is a very good news for us that the manufacturing sector is improving and why is it so important is because uh, we all knew that manufacturing sector is the most prosperous sector uh, for us we are working so much on improving it because service sector yes anyways we are very good in that and agriculture sector yes since it is dependent on nature we do have some you know challenges over there but manufacturing sector yes we are working very hard to work, to improve on it and that's the good news for us which has been witnessed through an index called as purchasing managers index in any other video when we just come across we'll discuss what is this purchasing managers index and with this i would like to close down the episode so stay tuned and keep listening to upsc happy hour with me your host archana jahan